KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Mark Longoria. I hope you're having a fantastic weekend. My name is Mark Longoria, Director of Ministry here at AM630 KSLR. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, This program is called Church of the Week, and it's my pleasure every week at this same time to introduce you to a pastor in and around San Antonio, because our hope is that as Christ followers, you will be a part of the local congregation somewhere. You should be able to go to somebody that's your pastor that you can talk to, that you can seek counsel, that you can uh, just uh, ask for prayer, and um, you should have a group of people that you call your brothers and sisters in Christ that, again, you can go and pray for one another. Uh, one time you may be needed to step up and, and encourage somebody else, and another time it may be you that's down and you need someone to encourage you with the Word. So that's why we believe in being a part of the local community church. And so today we're highlighting Cross of uh, Cross of Christ Family Worship Center here in San Antonio, led by Pastor Lou Georges. Pastor, welcome to the studio. Good to have you. Thank you very much. Uh, we just want to get to know you, first of all. Uh, so... Tell us about uh, Lou Georges. Well, Lou Georges was born in 1956. They've got gray hair, but they're still fire in the furnace. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I grew up on the south side of San Antonio. I graduated from Highlands High School in 1974, served in the military for about 12 years, and then came back to San Antonio. Uh, One of the things I want to share with you and with all your listeners is that God uses whoever God wants to use. And I'm not... I want you to understand, I say this humbly, but I was of the world. I was not saved. I didn't know the world. And God, even though I wasn't saved, didn't even know who he was, had his hand around me as I look back now. And I'm sure there's many veterans that were served in Vietnam that they, and even regular people here in San Antonio that they can look back in their lifetime before they came to Christ and they can pick up one or two different instances when God saved them from, from dismay and brought them through their, their challenge. Mm-hmm. And about 29 years ago, last month, in San Antonio, Texas, right there on Presa and Steve's, I owned a uh, bar. I'm not proud of it, but I was of the world, was not saved. And that, in, that night, I was uh, shot in the hip. I had my skull fractured and uh, didn't even know where I was at, what was going to occur. And whoever did that, let me tell you something. I forgive you. I love you. There's no remorse, whoever you may have been. But God saved me that night, and I didn't realize who he was. And I look back now and I see God's love and mercy and grace as he placed this hedge of protection around me, and I didn't even know his name. And the beauty of this is, is that 29 years later, one block away from this incident occurred is Cross of Christ Family Worship Center on 203 Rockwood in San Antonio, Texas. Mm -hmm. And we preach the message of the cross. We talk about a God that is a saving God. We talk about a triune God that's constantly with us. And I just want to advise those that are out there that if you're ever told 
by the devil that you're not good enough. Don't you remember your past? You can't be saved. You can't do this. The devil's a liar. Yes. If the devil could have killed me that day, he would have killed me, and I'd be burning in hell right now. But because of God's love and God's grace and grace and mercy, he saved me. The gunshot wound I had in the hip missed the artery by a quarter of an inch. I could have bled to death. The fracture of the skull, as the doctors told me, we have to remove the bone chips. And if you begin to hemorrhage, it's all over. So in two different instances in those surgeries, and the recovery time was four to six months in time and length, doctors told me you'll never walk again. You won't be able to talk. You won't be able to do this and that. But because of God's grace and mercy, I'm here today. Hmm. And I love God with all my heart. And I'm just telling those of you that are listening right now, if God has saved you or if you're not even saved yet, all you've got to do is to submit to Jesus, and he gives you a loving a feeling that is beyond what the world can even compare to. Amen. Pastor, how did salvation come to you? If you're of the world, as you described, um, you didn't care for God, didn't, didn't have any knowledge of who Christ was, perhaps. How did that transition happen for you? Uh, it was God placed people in my lifetime, very powerful men of God. Pastor James Morgan of Gaia Street Church on the west side years ago and then Shepherd of the Hills Church of God. We had a death in the family, and I got to meet the pastor through there, and, and it just started to change. I, I, there was a hunger, and I asked Pastor Morgan, I said, Pastor, I said, I believe that Jesus Christ died for me at Calvary. Can I be saved? And he says, brother, he says, that's all you have to believe. That's it. You've got it. And I said, Pastor, I said, if that's if that's it, why are there so many people that don't want to accept him as their Lord and Savior? And he says, that's a million dollar question, brother. I don't know. But Pastor Morgan was one of those that showed me love and affection of Christ. He didn't judge me. The Holy Spirit had to move upon me. He had to lead me. He had to guide me. He had to clean all that junk out of me, and it's still a work in progress. We never get to that finalized point yet. But he began to move things out of me, and he began to show me joy when I didn't think that there was joy. He started to give me peace of mind when the world didn't give me peace of mind. And so it was by individuals coming to that God placed in my way that, that we ran across each other, that I saw the love in the heart, I could see their expressions, and I understood God, the Holy Spirit, start to move upon me. One night, one morning, I remember it was like 5 in the morning, I'm watching uh, Swaggart Ministries out of Chicago, Illinois. And he points that finger at my face at, at, through the TV set, and he says, I know you're sitting there, but God loves you. And I'm going to tell you, the Holy Spirit came through the TV set. I was in anguish. The tears just started to flow. It was just a feeling that I had never felt before. And then later that week, I had gone to church to Pastor Morgan. They had a guest pastor come in, and he laid hands on me, and I got slain in the Spirit. Mm. And that's when the Holy Spirit started to talk to me and tell me, says, you know, God wants to use you. God's got a calling for you. And I remember Pastor Morgan told me one time many, many years ago, he says, I see you open in a church. And I said, Pastor, me? I, I, Pastor, I don't think you understand yeah. where I've come from. And Pastor told me, he said, no, he said, when God's ready, he'll do that. 
And then there was another gentleman, uh, Joe Martinez. You know, Pastor Joe Martinez, you met him the other day. Yes. And uh, I've known him for 30-some-odd years. And I remember one time sitting out here at 1604 in Stone Oak at a, at a business that we had. And I told him, I said, Joe, I said, I just feel like God's going to use me for something. I just feel it in my heart that God's called me. There's, there's not an uneasiness about me that I believe he's calling me to do something. And Pastor Joe says, you know what, Lou, you better get ready, baby, because when God moves, he's going to start to change you. You're going to go on the potter's wheel. You're going to go on the wheel, and everything that God wants to reveal to you and remove from you, he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's how it began, and, and that was my walk with God. He, God himself, through different men that were in my life, st- started the change in me. Now, before you were Lou the pastor, you were Lou the bar owner. Right. Uh, <laughs> it, and at that time, before you met uh, this this pastor, was it Pastor... James Morgan. Pastor Morgan. Before right. you met Pastor Morgan, before this death mm-hmm. in the family where you had that opportunity, mm-hmm. before the Holy Spirit began mm-hmm. to speak to you, uh, mm-hmm. to you through that television, back in the day... Right. Were were you ever the type of person that rejected the gospel? Did, had, had you heard of the gospel and rejected it, or just really never... Never heard Paid of attention it. attention Never heard of it. Never heard of the wow. gospel. Uh, my family, my mom and dad were Catholics, but it was one of those things, go to church, you know, and I'm not blaming my mom and dad. I understand they worked hard to give us everything sure. they had, so it's not on them. I'm not blaming them in any way, shape, or form, but I just had never heard of the gospel. I yeah. never knew what it was, but as things occurred and people started telling me about the gospel, I understood that it was the greatest story ever told, mm. and I, there was a hunger, and there was, this is the hunger from the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit's got to move upon you, and you've got to pull that hunger to where you want to know more, and you want to know more. And it, I had to learn to crucify myself. I had to learn to take everything about me and move it by the wayside and just count on God to lead and to direct and to place everything I had into his hands. Mm. Well, you're listening to Pastor Lou Georges, pastor of Cross of Christ Family Worship Center here in uh, San Antonio, located at 203 Rockwood Court at the zip code 78210 in San Antonio. Sunday services at 1 p.m. and Saturday Bible study at 6 p.m. Uh, more information about uh, Cross of Christ Family Worship Center online at crossofchristfwc.com. Again, crossofchristfwc.com. And you can always call the office at 210-683-8853. That's 210-683-8853. So, uh, Pastor, here you are now. You're uh, you're pastoring this church. You've been you've been pastoring this church how long? Well, we started actually at this location in June of of last year, and like any new church, we're starting to move, and we we have a congregation. Uh, pastor Raul Fernandez, the pastor of the church there at Journey to the Cross, where we're located at, loaned us the facility. As a matter of fact, he told me two years ago when we went to a prayer meeting at his church there. He said, brother, you can use this church anytime you want to because God's revealed to me you're going to start a church. He's mm. going to give you a church. So we thank him for the blessing he gave us. Amen. And then my wife and my children, we all rallied around the message of the cross and what God has done for us. And it's given us that peace, the reassurance that God loves us, that no matter where we've come from or what we've done, that Christ reigns supreme. There are tons and tons of Christians, tons and tons of people that have been Christians, they're Christ followers. But what moves a person to start a church? 
the the direction of the Holy Spirit. I, you know, I, I asked the Lord, I said, Father, I said, I want to do something for you. And I visited many churches, and I'm not knocking any of them, but there was an emptiness there. The message was not of Christ and him crucified. And, and I just felt in my heart, I said, Lord, what do you want me to do? I said, I can sit here and I can worship you in my house, Father, but I know there's something else for me. If you want me to start a church, Lord, send me some people. Mm-hmm. You show me, Father, that that's what you want me to do, and I'm not going to go on my own, but you show me. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, we started receiving phone calls from people saying, hey, I hear that uh, you know you believe in the message of the cross, and we believe would you like to do Bible study. So we started in that format. Then when Gabriel Swagger came down May of last year, we volunteered to help him with his uh, with the events and things along that line. And Gabriel called me, his office called me about two weeks before, and they said the Holy Spirit's talked to him. Pastor, we want you to do the opening prayer. So that was another movement. I didn't know Gabriel or anybody from uh, Jimmy Swigert Ministries. So when I did the opening prayer, a lot of people started calling me and saying, hey, let's start a church. And God's called us, so that's what we've done. We listened to the Father, and we said, Lord, what do you want us to do? We want to do your will, Lord, not what I want to do, but what you want us to do. And he sent us a whole congregation with musicians and uh, praise and worship leader and just uh, uh, people that love God. Yeah. I want to address the elephant Mm -hmm. in the room because you you mentioned Pastor Swigert Mm -hmm. several times, and people think of that, and they might have a a bad connotation Mm -hmm. because of of the the past and things that go on. If there was anybody that I ever that I've known in history in, in my lifetime that has ever taught in the cross, it's been Jimmy Swaggart. Mm-hmm. And he had he, he had a fall like any one of us can and have mm-hmm. uh even today. Um uh, how do we get that negative negative I don't even know what to call it, that stigma right. out of well, our minds and get pe- beyond that because somebody might think of that immediately they connect it mm-hmm. to the news on that right. particular day and immediately they, it gives them a bad taste in their mouth. How can we get out of that and really focus on the ministry of the cross that God used it for Exactly, so and that, that's not something that was given to Brother Swaggart. It was given to the Apostle Paul. Mm. And God, the Holy Spirit, revealed to Paul in his, for his writing of the epistles that Jesus Christ was the new covenant, and to take it to the to the Gentiles and to express the word. So the message, even though it's being promoted or or produced by Swagger Jimmy Swaggart Ministries in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, is the message from the Holy Spirit that was given to the Apostle Paul and took to the church. So we've got to look at the Scripture and understand what the Holy Spirit wants me to understand, and not because a person says this or a person's done that. It, that is relevant. It's God's Word. And one of the key things, I think, I've taught this at my church, and I've preached this the last couple of weeks, we always have to understand that no matter who you are, God will use you. Yes. And that we can, the Bible tells us, judge not, so you be not judged. So as we move into our works and we look at ourselves first, like I said earlier, the devil hates two things. He hates a humble Christian and he hates the name of Jesus. Mm. Because a Christian, when he humbles himself, removes all self-righteousness from the, from the play. 
Yes. And that's the weapon that the devil will use is self-righteousness for an individual. So when you hear somebody say the message of the cross from Jimmy Swaggart, it's a message that the Holy Spirit gave to the Apostle Paul on the road to Damascus to take to the entirety of the world. Yes, amen. So now uh, talking uh, here about the uh, Cross of Christ Family Worship Center, mm-hmm. um, you said you started last June? Yes, sir. Yeah. So what are the, some of the things that God has placed in your heart as far as vision and where you want to go and what you want to be able to accomplish? One, th- th- one of the major things that God's placed in my heart was there's a lot of people that I believe that are men and women like me that God has moved upon them, and they don't know where to go to get the Word, to receive the Word, to understand the Word. Because a lot of times I see people like I was when I started attending churches, and people would say, oh, you're a baby Christian. Just get out of here. Go over there. Go sit over there mm. with the little kids, right? But I wanted to set up, and I talked to Pastor Joe Martinez, and we want to set up a college or a Bible school where a person can come in that if he feels like he's called of God to go into the ministry, or if in fact he just wants to know more, that he can spend 12 months with us in a free program that's an actually accredited, like a college accredited program. The material's already been prepared, but he can come into class either twice, two times during the week, or once on a Saturday for six hours, and be able to get a good basic education led by the Holy Spirit, but more importantly, to get a better understanding of what the Word of God is. Mm -hmm. Because there's so many false doctrines out there today. There's so many new trends out there today that a person coming into God may believe that he's doing everything that he can for God, when reality, it's opposite of what the Word says. Yeah. I know that uh, you you and uh, Pastor Joe have uh, mentioned uh, men's ministry. Mm-hmm. I know that you're very familiar with the late Dr. Ed Cole right. and Maximize Manhood and all the curriculums that, that he wrote and taught for so many years around mm-hmm. the world. Why is it important to you to continue to reach men? Well, the thing that we see that I saw is that when men like myself were not educated in the Word of God and didn't understand their place that God had appointed them to, then the family suffers. Families go by the wayside divorces begin to occur. Children don't understand the Word of God. They're not even told the Word of God. With everything going on in the world today to remove God from the classroom and not even talk about Him, the only chances that a child has of ever hearing of God nowadays is either if his grandparents take those kids to school or if his parents will actually sit down with the children and and take them to church. Mm. So we believe that men, in the last days, there will become a revival before Christ comes for his church. And I don't believe that Christ will come for a weak church. I believe he'll come for a strong church. But it begins with the men today in San Antonio, South Texas, all over the world that seek God's face. And they've got to seek it and understand what the Word of God says, not what man says, or not what the world says, or what the Supreme Court says, but what the Word of God says, and apply it to his life and his wife's life. I've been blessed so so much, both my wife Rachel and our children, and she supported me 100%. And when you take, at our age, (laughs) moving forward and doing a full-time ministry, but still full-time employment, it's a it's sacrificing time for Christ. But we believe that our grandchildren and the children that we can touch and the people that come to our ministry will reap a reward from God Almighty. 
And that's the key thing is to have them not live in bondage, not have them live under conviction, but to absolutely live free with God as their, as, as their mentor and their leader. Mm-hmm. Someone might say, well, you know, I'd send my kids off to church. Uh, or my wife, you know, she she teaches them a little Bible study. You know, isn't isn't that good enough? No, it's the man's place. God made man the priest of the household, and you can't take the 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 idea of Adam when he when God says you ate also, and he says, well, Lord, it's the woman that you gave me. Mm-hmm. No, the man must stand up to the plate. The man must realize that I'm the priest of the household. The man must realize that I'm not to live around, but I'm to be married legally. I'm supposed to have God's blessing because the Word of God tells us that if we instruct our children when they're young, as they grow older, they won't depart from the way. And that is so critical. And I know this firsthand because, like I said earlier, I didn't have that that upbringing. And mm-hmm. I don't blame anybody for it. I just didn't have it. But I thank God that he's given it to me and that he's given me the ability to pass it on, not only to my family, friends, and children, but to anybody that wants to come to the church. We believe in a church that's a loving church. We believe in a church that's not judgmental. We're not there to condemn you. We don't know anything of anybody. Mm-hmm. And we believe that you have to have a loving heart like Christ did. Christ loved everybody, and he was there for everyone. And that's what we preach at our church is to have that forgiveness of spirit, to forgive those that affected you in the past because the Word of God says you forgive so you can be forgiven. And that's the key thing to life is to treat others as you would want to be treated. And, And when you do that, God gives you this peace, this confidence. My wife, Rachel, and myself right now, we have never been so blessed as we have right now with peace, tranquility, and just love and devotion to one another and to our family. Money can't buy that. Money can't buy it. The world can't give it, and the world can't take it away. <laughs> That's right. I think there's been a song written about this that. This joy <laughs> that I have. <laughs> That's right. If I could sing, I'd sing it for yeah. you, brother. <laughs> That's right. That's awesome. Well, Pastor, tell us a little bit more about the church. We're, we're getting ready to close here in a few minutes, but tell us what, what, is, what are some things about the ministry that you would want uh, people to know? Well, you know, we're starting out brand new, so we're looking for a location here in San Antonio. If somebody's listening and they can bless us with a location or assist us in any way, we're looking for a youth pastor. We need youth pa- a youth pastor for young children. We need praise and worship uh, people, you know. We're starting out, and we're preaching the right message we believe. We have a loving congregation, and we just, and, you know, when you begin in the ministry, it's a tough battle. Mm-hmm. It's a tough yeah. battle. God's in charge, but you just got to keep to the grindstone. Right. And God has brought everybody to that congregation outside of family and friends. Yeah. So this is God doing his work. We have a revival coming up at the end of February here in San Antonio, bringing in Brother Josh Rosenstern from uh, Sun Life Broadcasting up in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. He's going to be here for three days. We believe that our church is there to save souls. I want the drug addict. I want the prostitute. I want the, the, the person committing adultery. I want the people that need the help. I want them to come and talk to us, and I want them to understand that God is a powerful God. There's nothing that God can't do. That's right. God heals today like he did 2,000 years ago when Christ walked this earth. 
God heals. And, you know, brother, I just tell you, I'm so glad to and and so glad to be here with you today and for y'all to give me this opportunity to talk about Cross of Christ Family Worship Center in San Antonio. Amen. Well, you you made reference to the uh, the event that you have coming up here uh, with Evangelist Josh Rosenstern. It's going to be happening Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's February 26, 27, and 28. The evening service on Fridays at 7 p.m., Saturday at 10 a.m., and again at 6 p.m., and then Sunday at 1 p.m. It's going to be happening there at uh, 203 Rockport, I'm sorry, Rockwood Court uh, here in San Antonio. More information again online at Cross of Christ T. I'm sorry, Cross of Christ, FWC, for Family Worship Center, Cross of Christ, FWC.com. Uh, Pastor, want to want to just thank you once again for making some time to, to be here with us. We, we love the opportunity just to sit down with you and learn more about you and your ministry and what God's doing there. Well, thank you very much, and God bless you and all the work that's being done. And I just want to tell you thank you very much. And, and for the listeners out there, come and visit with us. I'm not trying to steal you from your church. I'm not trying to take you away. But come visit with us. Shake our hands. See who we are. We love you, and we'll be glad to pray for each and every one of you. Amen. Pastor Lou Georges of Cross of Christ Family Worship Center, located at 203 Rockwood Court here in San Antonio, zip code 78210 in that area. If you're near that area uh, or in it uh, or would like to take a drive across town, why not? Uh, 203 Rockwood Court. Uh, they meet in the Journey to the Cross building, but the name of the ministry is Cross of Christ Family Worship Center. Sunday services at 1 p.m., Saturdays at 6 p.m. More information online at crossofchristfwc.com. And you can call also for more information about the revival or uh, about the, the message of the cross or about men's ministry or whatever it is you heard today that might have piqued your interest. You can call 210-683-8853. Number again is 210-683-8853. I'm Mark Longoria, Director of Ministry Development here at AM630 KSLR. Thank you for listening to The Word in South Texas. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com.